welcome back to the Red River Cares podcast. I'm your host, Gina Burke. Today on the show, we have Michelle Nazio. Michelle is the executive director at Spirit Open Equestrian in Herndon, Virginia. Their mission is to foster healing and to teach life skills through interactions between humans and horses. We met this organization when we hosted a volunteer day for our Chantilly-based employees. 50 of us moved horse mats in their barn area, put a window in their office, and fixed their electric fence. Work like this is invaluable to a small, lean nonprofit that only has one full-time employee. So without further ado, let's hear more directly from Michelle. All right. So Michelle, welcome to the Red River Cares podcast. We're so excited to chat with you today. Thank you for having me on today. So you and I met when Red River came out to do a site visit um, for a volunteer day that we were hosting for our staff in our Chantilly office. Um, And we came to your horse farm and then we did end up having an epic volunteer day there. Um, So I'd like to start with you just telling us a little bit about Spirit Open Equestrian and what you do there um, and what your mission is. Sure. So Spirit is a nonprofit equine assisted service program, and our mission is to foster healing and teach life skills through interactions with horses. Can you tell us more about that? Like, I know this, you know, for me, it was something I had to kind of look up. Like, what, what does that mean? And what is, you know, what is a therapeutic horsemanship farm look like? And tell us how that works. So Spirit actually offers... Uh, multiple equine assisted services. So therapeutic horsemanship is one of our programs. It's an unmounted program uh, where participants can work with the horses in the barn or out on walks. Uh, But our main focus is therapeutic riding, which is for children or adults with disabilities. And it works on, it targets physical, social communication skills for those participants. And tell me some of the benefits. So what are the benefits for the the kids who come that have disabilities that are interacting with the horses? Like what have you seen, um, you know, just being part of the program? So I've seen a lot of students come through our program and many of them have been with us for years. Uh, And so our program works to uh, tailor our classes for each individual. So We have group classes that uh, work towards individual goals. So each individual might have their own goal of getting stronger, uh, finer gross motor skills, uh, communication skills, just getting out of their daily routine and into a class with their peers. Um, So there was one participant I worked with uh, and she actually started in our therapeutic horsemanship program. And she was referred to us because she had Uh, really low self-esteem, poor social skills, um, and was just very introverted. And so we started working in the barn together and slowly she started connecting with the horses, coming out of her shells, engaging more with me. I was her facilitator at the time. And we moved her to therapeutic riding as her interest grew and becoming more involved with the program. And when she got into therapeutic riding, she was part of a group class. So she was in... engaging with more staff, volunteers, other participants, and we really got to see her come out of her shell and become one of our more outgoing participants who greeted everyone, talked to everyone, and that was like a really amazing transformation to see from someone who 
would come into the barn, whisper hello, and then just kind of go pet the horse. Wow. I just got chills, actually, when you were telling that story. That is a really cool example. Um, so what do you think it is about the horses that, that, that bring that out um, in certain students? The horses are such a special component of uh, the work we do. Obviously, they're the focus of what we do. Um, but horses are, you know, their own individuals, but they're also very reflective. So, you know, if you have a participant who's high anxiety, high anxiety or stressed out, um, you can generally see that reflected on the horse. Uh, so feelings that we might normally be able to kind of hide or disguise, the horses kind of pick up on that energy that something is wrong and you can kind of uh, explore that further uh, while working with the horses and uh, help each participant uh, towards their goals uh, using the horse that way. But the horses themselves are also a very calming presence to be around. And so I think that's uh, just a huge opener for our participants to be around something that, that helps soothe them and kind of uh, helps them relate. You know, they're in a environment where everyone there loves the horses, loves the work. Um, and I think it creates an atmosphere where everyone can kind of grow. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about the horses themselves and how did they end up at Spirit and what's, what are, what's their story? So most of our horses are rescued from auctions and kill pens. Uh, we have had a few donations from uh, horse owners in the community who heard about us, know that their horses will have a good home. Uh, so they chose for those horses to have a, a retirement life with Spirit. Um, but our horses are really special to us. Obviously, they uh, facilitate the work we do. Um, but most of those horses are being given second chances, and it kind of shows uh, the participants and for the horses, everyone working together, that you know, hard work, dedication um, can help bring out a, a second chance for those guys. Tell us about your volunteers. So when we were there, I noticed um, we were there around dinner time, and you had... It happened to be all girls at the time, but there was just a bunch of young people working with those horses. They were feeding horses and um, cleaning their hooves and cleaning stalls and getting them ready for class. And they knew exactly what the assignment was. They were all working together and just seemed just so happy to be there and we're working so hard for you. So just tell us, like, how did the volunteers end up there? And Yeah, so Spirit's mostly a volunteer-run program. I'm actually Spirit's only full-time employee, so we do heavily rely on community support to help make what we do possible. Uh, the, some of the volunteers you're mentioning are actually part of our equine-assisted learning program, which is a service-based program for uh, teenagers in the community to... Uh, engage in our programs. They do the volunteering. They work with riders in lessons. They lead horses. They help care for the horses. Um, and in exchange, uh, they get to ride alongside with our uh, program participants. Very cool. And I noticed a lot of them um, had been come doing it for years, it sounded like. Yeah, a lot of them get started with us young and then stay on through college and beyond. Uh, actually, one of our board members started as a a young EAL in the program stayed involved and, again, is now serving on our board of directors. That's really neat. How, um, how did you get to be part of Spirit? 
uh, I feel super fortunate. I, uh, I graduated in 2020 uh, during COVID and there wasn't a lot employment wise that uh, seemed appealing to me. And so I grew up uh, riding horses, working with horses. That's always been my background and my passion. So that summer I was looking for instruction opportunities um, just to kind of pass some time before I considered getting a job in quote the real world. And I stumbled upon Spirit and took a riding instructor position there. Uh, fell in love with the program. I asked if there was kind of any administrative things I could do just to you know, get more engaged with the program. Uh, and timing worked out that the former executive director was retiring and they uh, had a spot to fill and I was uh, chosen as that candidate. What has been like your hardest either learning curve or just something you didn't expect, you know, being in the nonprofit space and being an executive director? That's a great question. Um, it all kind of took me by surprise. So as I said before, you know, I grew up with horses. I've ridden my whole life. I've been a mostly competitive rider. Um, so kind of stepping into the nonprofit and the therapeutic side of things, there was a huge learning curve with um, the different goals uh, and attitudes towards um, working with the horses kind of in a non-milestone driven context. Obviously, we still set goals. Um but I'd say the focus is more on enjoying the relationship with the horse. You know, we're not trying to make these uh, goals by a certain deadline. Uh, it's at the individual's own pace. So it was a really interesting learning curve for me, kind of stepping into it that way, reframing how I have always thought about horses and the horse industry and everything. What about like managing a nonprofit budget and like dealing with the board and like how's all that stuff going for you? I'd say it's going really well. Uh, we have a really wonderful board um, and a really wonderful uh, staff volunteers um, who kind of help guide me through it. <laughs> this again was my first job, official job out of college. So I kind of took on a lot. I had previous working experience, but to go from... Uh, being an employee to the boss was um, quite a learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And we did meet some of your board members during our volunteer day, and they seemed like wonderful people, completely dedicated to horses and your cause and the work you're doing. And talk a little bit about, um, you know, for listeners that aren't in the Herndon, Virginia area, like I just found Spirit to be so interesting in location. Like it's just so cool that you're part of uh, a community park. Like I, as I was driving in for the first time, I was like, we're in a neighborhood. And then all of a sudden there's like this farm and there's horses everywhere. And like, it was just so interesting to me. Can you talk a little bit about your location specifically? Yeah. So Spirit's located at Frying Pan Farm Park, which is uh, part of the Fairfax County Park System. Uh, so that gives us a wonderful opportunity to serve a lot of people and also be very highly visible within the community. But the, the location, especially being as close to D.C. as we are, there's very few farms left in the area. So we're very fortunate to have such a nice facility like Frying Pan available to us uh, with all of the indoor arena, outdoor arena, the, the trail system, and even just, um, you know, for our participants, you know, 
nice big parking lots, driveways, everything's uh, well maintained by the park authority. Yeah, absolutely. It was really a cool place and it seemed like just tons of programming for children in the community and just like a lot to do and just we saw so many people just walking or with their dogs and yeah, it just seemed like a cool um, place to gather. Absolutely. So tell me more about how the community could support Spirit. Like, are you always looking for volunteers? Are you looking for more companies like Red River, you know, where we came out and, you know, brought a bunch of staff and did uh, a bigger corporate volunteer day? What would help your organization the most? (laughs) Yes to both. We are always looking for volunteers that are willing to help either with uh, the program side of things, you know, uh, leading horses or sidewalking with participants in lessons. Uh, volunteers can also participate in uh, farm work responsibilities, uh, helping feed the horses, give them water, hay, clean stalls, lots of cleaning stalls. Um, and then also service projects. We actually work with a lot of local scout groups uh, to help uh, with the Eagle Scout program, you know, so uh, scouts can come and do service projects to get their Eagle Scout badge. Um, and projects like that are really meaningful to Spirit because they're often time or often things that uh, we don't have the manpower to do with our everyday team. And so getting those extra extra bodies in to help complete a big project and then it's done kind of exactly how Red River did with uh, your service day where we knocked out some huge projects all in one day and now we have the benefits of those for years to come. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, We had about 40 of our employees head out to the farm for a volunteer day during like our community service week. Um, And we did, we got to remove all the barn mats that um, were kind of in the middle of all the stalls, lift those up, re-level them, put them back down. Um, and then run some electrical fencing. And then really, for me, the highlight was the window in your office, um, which I know will give you um, more opportunities for participants in inclement weather and that kind of thing. But I just think that team did such a good job installing a window in a place where I wasn't even sure a window could go. But for me, that was the highlight of my day for sure. It's been a huge highlight for me as well. And uh We've already been using it when it's raining. We'll, we'll all stand inside and watch the horses outside. Um, I'd say, well, the window for me personally is great. The The mat project has the most impact to our program. So uh, Spirit's barnyard area is uh, leveled out with rubber mats. And those mats over the years have kind of shifted and got some unlevel edges and uh, mm-hmm. it was creating a really tough path that wasn't quite accessible for all of our participants. So now that those are down flat, um, it's just meant a lot to watch anyone's able to kind of come through our gate and get around where they need to go without being obstructed. Yeah, it was huge. And watching our CEO come in and shovel organics was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been so fun. Um, Is there anything else that you want to tell us about that you wished I asked about or maybe forgot or something that you're thinking of now that you maybe want to just tell us about before we close out this episode? No, I think we covered most things. Um, Thank you for having me on today. Thanks for being on. We really enjoyed it and we hope to keep in touch and do more volunteer days with you in the future. 
Hopefully you learned a lot from that episode with Michelle. Volunteer days like we did at Spirit are a win-win. Not only did Spirit get a lot of work done that can really change the way they conduct business and welcome guests into their space, but our employees got together, some of which have never even met in person. We got to work side by side for a shared mission, and we got to know each other, and we had a lot of fun along the way too. Your organization can do the same. We usually start by emailing or cold calling nonprofits near us to see if they could use volunteers. The conversation flows effortlessly from there. We want to wish you all a happy holiday season and tune in next time to be inspired.